Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. It's May 9th. Hope your week's off to a great start. Sorry we weren't here with you yesterday. Had a few technical difficulties. Made it on the radio, but uh, couldn't get it recorded for Facebook. So, hey, we're back with you, though, and glad to be here. Uh, yesterday uh, was kind of a mixed bag. We'll talk about that more with a few earnings reports coming out today when Dave joins us. Hey, before we do that, though, let's not forget that uh, there are so many things in this world that you and I, we just can't control. However, you can control the amount of risk that you have in your portfolio. You need to know how much risk you have. You need to know what that risk should be for you specifically. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. We walk you through our core retirement design to help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. 5.7 Light FM and Tears for Fears. Oh, there are no fears, are there? Oh, wait, you're in the market, huh? That'll do it to you. Well, let's try to take some of the fear out and explain some of the junk going on on Wall Street like we do every morning at this time. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is on the phone today. Philip, good to hear your voice. How are you? Hey, doing well today, Dave. I hope you are, too. It's... Uh... It's Tuesday. We've got some earnings today. Not much in the way of economic news today, but, uh, you know, yesterday was, uh, I don't know, as you always say, a kissing your sister day. Wasn't much in there today, yesterday. Uh, yeah, it really was. I mean, the Dow ended up in the red, but, I mean, 55 points in today's levels. That's under two-tenths of a percent. Standard & Poor's was up by a rock-crushing $1.87, and NASDAQ up by an even almost as rock-crushing 21 points. I mean, okay, fine. We're kind of sitting on our hands for a minute to see what happens after the big gain the time before, uh, you know, on the Friday before. Probably just needed to sit back and think for a second and see whether any of this is real, right? Well, yeah, I think they're having to make some you know, look ahead and see, because what we're seeing a lot is earnings are coming in okay. It's the forecast of the current quarter and the future quarters that seem to be somewhat concerning. And you got to think that's got to be due to a lot of the rate increases and the interest rates that we've seen. Absolutely. One of the news items that came out on my tip sheets was the uh, president of the Chicago Fed was doing the rubber chicken circuit yesterday. And he said, hey, the credit squeeze is beginning. I, my first reaction was, gosh, guy, what was your first clue, huh? Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you and I have talked a lot about how long it takes for that, uh, those interest rate hikes to really take effect. And, um, you know, we are getting close to that um, point in time where we are going to feel the full force of everything except for that last quarter point. And uh, what, that's probably another month. And, and we'll feel the full force of, of all those increases. Absolutely. And we're starting to see it off of the, uh, off of the employment picture. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was dead on as far as my predictions. All of the left of center news items and most of the mainstream press were saying, hey, the job economy is great. The jobs report last Friday just absolutely kicked butt. Nobody looked back a couple of months before that actually when they, declined, when they, res when they corrected all of the prior month reports downward, we didn't gain diddly poop in terms of new jobs last month on Toto taken across the three-month average. And now you found a news item that one of the hot big pharma stocks is cutting 25% of their workforce. We are leveling off, aren't we? Yeah, we really are. Um, Novavax, they came out and um, 
they they had some data. I mean, they had some some good news as well. They had some positive vaccine data, which was good. But they're going to cut 25 percent of their workforce. I'm not sure. I don't see what that number is, but 25 percent. That's that's a pretty big number. Pharmaceuticals, I've, I've always perceived anyway to be a fairly personnel intense line of work. So when you talk about 25% and we're talking factories doing, you know, mass quantities of pharmaceuticals, I'm assuming that's a fair number of people. Yeah, it looks like, oh, here it goes. Their, their full employment is about 20,000 full-time employees. So, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, 500 or so getting laid off. 5,000. Well, no, 20,000. I'm sorry. They have 2,000. I'm sorry. I, I missed oh, okay, okay. 2,000. 2, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking right in my head. Yeah, I was expecting it to be bigger than that in terms of the total workforce. But still, you take a percentage layoff number and scope that across other lines of work in other industries. Uh, we're looking at a, a leveling off of the employment growth, which is what the Fed wants. And like I said, maybe the Fed governors, given that fellow in Chicago, was actually noticing that credit's beginning to tighten up a bit. Huh? Yeah, I think so. And I, I think that the small business guy is going to start feeling it here pretty soon if they got debt at all, because, you know, most business debt is not a fixed interest rate. It's a floating interest rate. So every time the Fed raises interest rates, the, you know, the poor mom and pop shop that has a, a loan outstanding, their interest rates went up as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, underneath all of the stuff that Secretary Yellen is talking about, this uh, deadline that she's got for the uh, debt limit of the federal government, it just all of a sudden miraculously moved from June 15th to June 1st that we're going to run out of money. I think some of those bond rollovers might be the thing that's helping to make that move because the federal debt, just like business loans, is increasing in interest rate as well. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Yellen will never say it. But I wouldn't be at all surprised if the rollover on short-term U.S. bonds being due isn't the reason that we suddenly have 15 less fudge factor days involved there. What do you well, think? That, that could be. It could be the due date of those bonds, definitely, um, yeah. that's, that's causing that to happen. Yeah, they roll over and they're at a higher interest rate. Oh, gosh, our, our interest expense suddenly goes through the roof as a government, and that's going to put a crimp on us as time goes on. Hey, we were talking about uh, for the last oh, weeks and weeks on end, the, uh, uh, the big super regional banks getting beat up. First Republic, of course, being the most recent one. Something weird happened on Friday because after a bet, just a bloodbath on Thursday, uh, the Western Alliance Bank in Arizona down 39%, PacWest down by like a half. On uh, on Friday, the entire sector suddenly skyrocketed up with PacWest, one of the big super regionals out west, going up 82%. Even First Republic was up 13% in one day. And there really isn't a reason except for the fact that our attention span is about that of a gnat on Wall Street. We had other worries, so we started buying stocks that we were dumping one week earlier. Yeah, just to give you kind of an update there, PacWest looks like it's down 10% this morning. So, um, yeah. <laughs> down, down half, up 89%, then back down. I can't, I don't understand. And frankly, half of the investors don't either. Speaking of investors, uh, we do have some reports, and one of the household names reported PayPal is out this morning, huh? Yeah, PayPal came out, and they uh, – they were down this morning earlier with um, basically coming out with some weak current quarter earnings guidance. Um, basically, outside of that, they have a positive report for the last quarter. Actually, 
um, their earnings guidance for the full year was was more upbeat than what was expected. Um, they had better earnings, better revenue, uh, but they are uh, they were taking a hit. Let's see where we are now. They're down seven percent this morning, Dave. Ouch. Yeah, I know they're wor- I know they're working real hard to get any consumer credit. I'm so sick of junk mail from them suggesting I get a PayPal credit card. Just what you need, isn't it? I need another credit card, like a hole in the head to begin with. But I, I keep thinking going through PayPal. Wait a minute, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, the other big, big, big name I have is Under Armour. Uh, you know, the, the sports apparel company, I guess is more just a total apparel company, not just sports anymore. So, but, uh, they, uh, they getting hit a little bit this morning as well. Their fourth quarter results beat expectations across the board, Dave, top and bottom line. Um, but full year outlook for revenue and earnings, uh, came up a little short of expectations. And so, uh, you know, it's, they're, they're getting beat up this morning. At least they were, yep, still down 5.1% this morning. Have you got any good news this morning, sir? No, I was trying to find some, and it's, it's, it's getting harder <laughs> and harder. Uh, I do have this one company uh, that did report, and, and I don't know that we, we – it's not a household name. They do some household stuff, but it's called uh, uh, Planetaire Technologies, and um, they're an enterprise computing firm. They do a lot of data mining with their platform. And so mm-hmm. their first quarter, they beat expectations. Um, they, they, they're kind of a new company. So expectations for profitability have been slim. But this year, the company says that they expect to be profitable this year at the end of the first year. And so uh, that will be good uh, for them. And they are trading up 15.3% today, Dave. Wow. So I did find a little me. bit. Kind of scares me that the one big growth stock we got this morning is a data miner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had, uh, so, you know, 3D printing was all the rage for a while, and still you see articles and advertisements for them today. Uh, but mm-hmm. the 3D Systems, that company called 3D Systems, um, they, uh, they lost a little bit more than expected, and their revenue was short. Um, you know, they're, they're still a relatively small company, uh, they came in at 121 million. That was seven million short of expectations, and they they lost about two cents uh, more than expected as well. Uh, they're trading down 10 percent this morning. And then um, I had let me see. I was trying to see what I had. I had um, Western Digital, which is um, used to be known for their hard drives. Now they do a yeah. lot of ship stuff as well. Um, mm-hmm. So they revenue beat for them as well. Uh, they did have a wider than expected loss, however, and uh, and so they've got an out outperform rating though by Wedbush. So uh, let's see if that's helping them any. Yeah, they're, they're up two point three percent this morning. Well, we'll take that happily. Got one more. Let me see. I do have some more for you. Just trying to find the most household name. So there's a company called Fisker. We don't recognize the name, but I think they're big in the automotive um, area. And uh, they had uh, bigger than expected loss by eight cents, came in at 38 cents a share. And so that was killing them this morning. They're down 15.4%. All right.
right. So we're out of good news. Let's just go on to the uh, bad news from yesterday. And it really wasn't all that bad. Once, once again, the, uh, the Dow and the uh, Russell 2000 were the only two that were down. And they were down by next to nothing, everything being relative. Everything else was up by basically next to nothing as well, which means the VIX kind of, uh, kind of how did it go up yesterday? We didn't do anything. It's about the only thing that grew with any great percentage size. 45 minutes before we're open, what are we doing this morning? Hey, the VIX is the only thing going up this morning as well, Dave. Uh, we've got the Dow down uh, about a three-tenths of a percent. The S&P's down about four-tenths, and the NASDAQ 100's down a little over a half. Uh, small cap Russell 2000's down six-tenths. So we've got, the, like I said, the VIX up one, almost one and a half percent, the only thing up. Silver's down again today about a half a percent. Gold's up a little over a tenth. And then crude oils, I think it's about where it was yesterday, but it's down about nine-tenths of a percent this morning from its close, $72.52 a barrel. All righty. Overseas markets are looking a little bit more vociferous than we are. The Asian rim market had a bloodbath this morning, everything being relative. Hong Kong was down over two full percent at the close. Japan, on the other hand, was up by over a percent. Over in Europe... Uh, the markets there are just uh, drifting downward in the half a percent range. Nothing really exciting, but they definitely have a case of the sellies today. Keeping tabs on retirement day-to-day -day is enough to drive the average person nuts. Have a plan to know you can retire on schedule. How do I find you to get that plan, Philip? Yeah, that's right, Dave. Less than 20% of the folks out there actually have a retirement plan in place, a written retirement plan in place. And risk is the one thing that you can control, and that's why we developed our core retirement design. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning about the same time. You have a good day, sir. All right, man. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.